everyone. I'm Kate Wheeler, and I am in studio with Christine Bentley, and you are listening to What She Said right here on 105.9 The Region. Thank you so much for tuning in. Well, so many of us seem to be plagued with self-doubt these days, and we're going to start things off speaking to the Canadian Positive Psychology Association founder, Louisa Jewell, about her new book called Wire Your Brain for Confidence, The Science of Conquering Self-Doubt. It answers questions I think we all ask ourselves when it comes to our self-worth and confidence. It's a, it's a tricky thing. So I've never met anybody who didn't have some degree of self-doubt yeah. uh, and some degree of lack of confidence in certain situations at certain mm-hmm. times in their lives. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, a, it's a, probably a great book for everybody to read, some more than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to be talking to women with a unique business story. And I find this fascinating. Mm. These business ideas that come out of someone's head and then so... Gigi Harding went from owning the master franchise rights of quick copy printing. She's now sitting as the CEO of Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa Canada. A mm-hmm. big change. And we're going to ask her all about that. It's amazing when you see women go from one thing mm-hmm. to another. Absolutely. And especially left brain things to right brain things. Somebody in finance and suddenly is doing something very Mm -hmm. culturally artistic or something. Well, uh, speaking of struggling, we all struggle with our finances at times, but there's no reason to stress about it. Personal finance expert Barry Choi will join us to share some simple tips to get your finances back on track and maybe help your off-to-university kids learn how to balance a budget. That's a six-letter word, people, not a four-letter word, but it can sure seem like one (laughs) when you're talking budgets. (laughs) Lifestyle expert Casey Savage. Well, we haven't seen her for a while. No. Great to see her. She's going to uh, talk a little bit about how we can make the best out of the rest of summer. Mm -hmm. Um, So she she is always talking about fun products, uh, drinks. Mm-hmm. Love her drink recipes. And, you know, great ideas um, from mid to late August to squeeze the last drops out of summer. And who knows? We might be in, well into September. Mm-hmm. We're also gonna, we're going to yeah, chat with Priya Ramsing. She's the author of Brown Girl in the Room. Um, it's an insightful account of what it means to be a first-generation Canadian woman within a ruthless corporate environment. Now, Priya actually went through a cancer diagnosis in 2015, finished writing this manuscript while undergoing radiation treatment. It's a it's a really inspirational story. You're going to love it. In closing out the show in our live studio sh- uh, sessions today, we have Canadian indie rock artist Havens performing his new single, Peace in Darkness. And now it is time for Kate's famous segue... And if you want to listen to those really well, we're giving away a beautiful pair of Beats by Dre Solo 3 wireless on-ear headphones from the Beats Pop collection in a very stylish pop blue. They're they're worth $330. That's before tax, folks. So go to whatshesaidtalk.com now to enter. And don't forget to follow us on social media at whatshesaidtalk. Download our Apple podcast. It's absolutely free. And... Are you choking up about having to give away these? I am choking uh, these, up about having to give away these headphones. Beats. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They I, are I, I pretty like cool. I'm looking at them, and that's my color. You know that, right? Yes, yeah. I, and you're wearing it today. They would match perfectly. Yes, with your, wouldn't with they? Your, wouldn't they? Yeah, but tough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Welcome back to What She Said. 
Do you ever wonder why you're confident in some areas of your life, yet in other areas you have so much fear and self-doubt? Canadian Positive Psychology Association founder Louisa Jewell has written a book that answers just those questions, and she joins us now in studio. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. The book is called Wire Your Brain for Confidence, The Science of Conquering Self-Doubt. So I guess the, the bottom line question is, why do we all seem to be plagued with some form of self-doubt these days? Well, the, the research shows that really there's so much change that's going on in the world. And when things change for us, we're constantly questioning, do I measure up now? Am I still good enough with what I have? You know, for example, when Instagram came out, the question for me was, oh, I'm not on Instagram. I don't have an account. I don't have followers. Is there something wrong with me now? And so with this constant change that's going on, it's constantly putting into question, are we good enough? And so we're starting to doubt ourselves more and more. You know, it's interesting you say that. I wondered if you would mention social media because there you see the most perfect moments of everybody's life and you wonder why your day doesn't look like that every day. Well, exactly. And the thing is with self-doubt is it's very socially constructed. And what I mean by that is we're always looking outside to say, well, look at her. Do I measure up to her? Is she the example of where I need to be and I'm not measuring up? And so then I start to doubt myself. So there's this constant social comparison that's going on. So it's not a matter of whether we're going to ever eliminate self-doubt. We want to have a little self-doubt because that kind of pushes us to higher levels of performance. It's just this constant feeling of self-doubt about everything. When it's chronic like that, that's when we want to eliminate it. So we want to be able to manage our self-doubt in healthy ways. But there are so many highly talented, educated women who, who still doubt themselves. They call that imposter syndrome, right? They're going to be discovered. Yeah. How can we stop feeling like imposters and start owning that power? Yeah. And you know what? Imposter syndrome is really a problem because it perpetuates self-doubt. You see, the only way we are ever going to feel confident is when we actually get better at things and we actually believe that we are getting better at things because competence breeds confidence. So with imposter syndrome, I'm always giving away my success. I'm never actually believing that I had anything to do with this successful thing that just happened. So in order to overcome imposter phenomena, what I need to do is I need to ask myself after every success, what was my contribution in that success? Yes, maybe Bill helped me over there and maybe Susan helped me over here, but what did I do to contribute to that success? And I have to start believing believing that I move the needle on my abilities in order for me to start feeling, again, more confident and feeling that I'm getting better and better at things. Now, in the book, you say that scientists have actually discovered a formula for how we can wire our brains for a more action-oriented kind of confidence that boosts our courage to act even when we're afraid and have self-doubt. Yes. Is that, is that true, really? Yes, yes, there is a four-step formula that you can actually follow. And once you start to incorporate that into your life, you will see that your behaviors change. I wanted to write about this kind of confidence because to me, confidence without action will get you nowhere. So I wanted to know, why was I really confident in some areas? You know, I've been a speaker for years and yet writing a book, I was just so fearful of that. I wasn't moving into the behaviors to make that happen. Why if I was just generally confident? So I wanted to know, how do I get into action? How do I break down the resistance? And there is four different sources of this kind of action-oriented confidence that I talk about in the book, that once you start to move towards those, you'll start to see your behaviors follow. Okay, so now we have to know. Yeah. They are very <laughs> <Yes. quite laughs> Don't leave us hanging, counting to four. Yes, I mean. so, so the first one is, you've got to go out and start doing it. You've got to start practicing it. And a lot of people say, yeah, well, thanks a lot for that advice. Because if I had the confidence to go and do it, I'd be doing it. So thanks for that useless piece of information. So what I tell people is then take a baby step. 
So break it down. If it's writing a book, then maybe the first step I do is I start a blog and I start getting comfortable with writing. So break it down into baby steps. Once you start again to build your your competence in writing, you will see your confidence will follow. As you go through all those little baby steps, the next thing you know, you're writing that book. So it's chipping away at that and feeling more confident about it as you do that. So that's one. That's one of the things. The second source of, and we call this self-efficacy. So this is that, that's what we call it in the literature, this kind of action-oriented confidence. The second one is to find role models that inspire you. Not role models that you feel jealous about, but role models that actually inspire you. Because once we say, oh my gosh, look, that person, they're kind of my age, they're my gender. If they're doing it, I can do it too. So find role models that inspire you. The second, the third one is, is to mentally rehearse. So meditate in the morning and mentally rehearse. You're doing this. You're making this happen. We know that there are parts of the brain that overlap between things we've just imagined and things that we're actually recalling. So we can kind of trick our brains into believing hey, I've already done this before when we mentally rehearse. And when we say, I've already done this before, we're more apt to do it again. We're more apt to move into that kind of behavior. And then uh, another source of self-efficacy is social support. Who's going to encourage you? Who is going to be your cheerleader? If you don't have anyone that's encouraging you, find someone, find a mentor, find a coach, find people who are going to say, yes, you can do it. Now, one of the other tools in the book is your concept of peace at six. Do you want to explain that to people? Yeah. So especially for women, we are finding that women want to be excellent in too many domains of their lives. So the research is showing that women want to be excellent in 14 different domains of life. Things like, um, you know, you want to be a good entertainer at home and and your house has to be perfect and your career has to be great. You have to be a great mother. And not only do we Sexy have to be, wife, you have to be yes, everything. Right, you have to be Jenna Jameson in the bedroom. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and add on to that, thin. There's this obsession, right, that we have, that we have to be thin. It's just too many domains in life. So what I say is, decide on three different areas of your life where you really want to strive for a 10. You want to strive to be really, really good at it. Doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. But where you're going to say, I'm going to put my energy into this and then give everything else a six and say, I'm going to be six out of 10. Like for me, six out of 10 on housework is perfectly fine. At level six. Exactly. And, And I had to, when I said six for housework, I had to be peaceful that if people came to my house and it was a mess, that I was okay with that. I was mm-hmm. peace. I wasn't going to do the Lucy Ricardo kind of, you know, cleaning where everything gets shoved in a cleaning closet. Cleaning lady. Right, right, exactly. And my kids would say, "Are kids? Are people coming over?" You know, because they'd, yeah, they'd yeah. see me cleaning up. Right. If I was really going to be peaceful at six, I had to say, "Look." I'm excellent in other areas, and I'm going to feel really good about that. And I'm not going to beat myself up for being a six on areas where I've decided I'm going to be at six. And that might change next year. You know, my priorities might change. But for now, I'm going to decide. And and Pete, women are starting to just breathe a sigh of relief when I talk to them about that. We tool. can't have it all. I think we've, yeah. we've decided that we can't have it all it, yeah. because it is. It, it's too much. It's too much. And it's okay. But not it's only okay. that, but we live in a very judgmental world. We judge others and we think they're judging us and we have to just forget that. Yes. Just, just do the best you can. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So where can people get a copy of Wire Your Brain for Confidence, The Science of Conquering Self-Doubt? So it's available on Amazon, amazon.ca, amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, um, so all of those online venues. And you can go to my website at louisajewel.com mm-hmm. and you can download the first chapter of the book if you want to get a taste of what it's all about. Oh, that's a great idea. That's yeah. a good idea so people can see if it's something. And, and who, who do you think should be reading it? Well, I, I, you know, I think the book really has a lot of great tools for everyone, especially for women. You know, especially for women who suffer from self-doubt and who are stopping themselves from playing a bigger game in their lives. What's your number one thing for people that are going through self-doubt? What would you say the one thing that you could do today to change things is? It's got to be self-compassion. 
You got to stop the beating up and just focus on getting better. You know, focus less on the judgmental part of it. Stop judging yourself. Yeah. And, you know, once you do that, I think you've, it's, it's a huge step. Louisa Jewell, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's Good to Grow High Interest Savings Account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now is Gigi Harding, the CEO of Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa Canada. Welcome to What She Said. Thanks very much. We are so excited to have you in because you went from owning the master franchise rights of quick copy printing to now sitting as CEO of... Uh, the Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. It's such a big change. Like, what prompted that move? Well, it's not really a big change because our family's been in franchising for over 30 years. But uh, what happened was my father brought in quick copy printing. Mm -hmm. He retired in the 1990s, and my brother and I continued with the business, and we saw an opportunity to bring a new franchise into Canada, and... uh, you know, did a lot of research, looking at different opportunities, and fell in love with Hand and Stone. Uh, we were big massage goers, and and uh, the concept really fit the demographic needs of today, and and for the busy lifestyle. So we re- really just fell in love with it, and decided we wanted to replicate our our success with Quick Copy, and and here we are today. Before we get into this particular company, what is it about franchising that you love? It's a system that you can replicate, but it's also watching people succeed with that system and helping them to use the programs and the advertising and the marketing and and how to deal with the customer and, and just seeing them use that, improve on the systems that you offer. And uh, it's just a really good feeling. And and also, you know, seeing the customer really happy at the end of their services Mm -hmm. was something that I wasn't really thinking about. But it it, it had a big impact when we opened our first location. Well, when you have anything with with the words spa and massage (laughs) in it. You bet people are going to be happy, and Kate's one of them. She's already, she's already beaming. Well, I'll tell you what I'm beaming at. The next line that I have here is, Hand and Stone offers the same services as many private spas, hot stone, relaxation massages, at a fraction of the cost. Right. How are you doing that? So our customers come in uh, to try us, and our trial offer is about 35 to 40% below market rates. So you get, in, you get to try us. You get to... Uh, uh, have an RMT do the service or a licensed esthetician do your facial and really get a feel for what it's like to come and be a customer of Hand and Stone. And after that, um, you can continue to come either by joining our membership program, which also is uh, at a discounted rate, or you can just continue to come back as a non-member with us. So for non-members, you could just kind of walk in or yep. call That's right. a day ahead and That's say, right. well, do you have anything? Or That's right. So yeah. if you're not sure how often you're going to use it, you wouldn't be a member. You wouldn't be a member. Yeah. But a lot of people like the idea of being in that regular routine of coming in to see us once a month or more mm-hmm. because they want to have a treatment. They have something physically that they need uh, you know, to get fixed. Or they want to have facials and, and like that feeling of, of having their skin rejuvenated, the hydration and everything. And they, they want to come on a regular basis. Well, I'm a newbie, so I've never 
quite heard of anything I've uh, or or known anyone who's had a membership? Are there you know? So what does that entail? Well, basically, the, by committing to come in to see us once a month, you get discounted prices. Okay. That, that's really what the membership is. And, and what that gives you is a package a month that you can use towards a massage or facial. So, and if you don't come in that month, you can come in the next month and have two. So you don't ever lose that So it doesn't expire? No, it doesn't expire. That's good no. to know because yeah, that is. would be a problem, I think, for people who travel or you know, go away in yeah. the summer. But it's but also, absolutely. you know, we're having these conversations. Women are having conversations about how they don't look after themselves. They don't make time for themselves. So this is sort of a resolution thing where you say, I'm going to do this because I talk about doing this and then I never get around to it because there's Mm -hmm. some other crisis that isn't really a crisis at home or whatever. And that kind of makes you go and be good to yourself. Right. And I think as women, we don't, we tend to take care of everybody else before we take care of ourselves. Absolutely. Now, well, and you're a CEO and a mother, which can be a lot to handle all at once and something many of our listeners do deal with. How do you balance your personal and professional <laughs> life? She laughs. I am <laughs> laughing because, to be honest, I don't think I do balance my life. Um, I, it's it's trying to figure out what your priorities are. And I, I, I like to think of it as sort of uh, I'm juggling. Uh, you know, there's four balls in the air at any time. It's, you know, family, it's business, it's uh, it's your health, it's your friends, and those four balls are in the air all the time, and I am constantly dropping one of them, quite <laughs> frankly, and trying to pick them up. And I think, you know, a perfect day for me would be to have all four ball- balls in the air and be juggling well, but that doesn't happen, and that's the reality of life, I think. So, I mean, what are your, then, top three, let's say, self-care tips? Because you talked about how we do put everybody else first. You know, in all honesty, before I bought brought Hand and Stone into Canada, I don't, I didn't take care of my skin, mm-hmm. and, and I your was skin is beautiful. And, I must thank say, you. but my uh. my, I was a soap and water girl. Full disclosure, and then I started talking to the experts and it, really learning the uh, facial industry. And it made a difference. And that's one of the things that I now do is take care of my skin and use use the products the experts are recommending and have regular facials. And, and I do have regular massages. So I am an advocate for it because uh, I do think that it's good for your health and your and your wellness. And then I'm a I'm a. I'm a sleeper. I like eight hours a night. I, I wish. <laughs> so which one of those is your best piece of beauty advice? Well, the one I do do regularly is eight hours. Eight yeah. hours of sleep. I think, good for I you. Think, I think you're right. I, mean, sleep, I think, yeah. 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 You know, to, yeah. to get enough sleep. You just have to function. I can't function with, uh, with What about your less. best piece of business advice? Um, my best piece of vid- business advice, I get asked this occasionally, and... I would say if you're in business, put your hand up and volunteer for things. I've That's allowed me to uh, experience a lot of things outside of the general day-to-day running of a business that I wouldn't have been able to have if I didn't put up my hand and, and volunteer. So, you know, I, I, I recommend that everybody tries to get involved. If somebody says, I need help, put your hand up and help because it's amazing where it's, it's led me. And I've been very fortunate because I've done some very interesting things through charities and through our business associations that I wouldn't have had the opportunity if I hadn't put my hand up. So that's what I would recommend anyway. Yeah. Okay. So so how many locations are there now? 20, 27 locations. And we've got in more which in the pro- works. Like, 27 locations where? They're mostly in GTA. We have one in Ottawa, and we also have one in Saskatoon. So we're starting our expansion out west, and uh, this is going to be a big year for us. So what does it take, what would somebody, if they wanted to open Mm -hmm. one of the franchises, what would Mm -hmm. they do? Uh, They would contact us. Uh, You can do your initial research online at uh, Mm -hmm. handandstone.ca, or else you can give us a call. Um, But the best place to start really is, is on the website. All the information's there. So, and to make, and to book an appointment, can you book appointments? Find the one that's closest to you again at handandstone.ca. Oh, absolutely, yes. And to just go in and experience and, it. Oh, yeah, please do. Do you have any <laughs> any people that have come in and experienced it and ended up, you know, and I bought the franchise? Uh, we actually do. All of the all of our franchisees are massage goers. Right. I think you really buy into the whole health and wellness um, idea, and 
most of them have had massages before, whether they've been past customers with us. I think a couple of a couple were actually, yeah, yeah. The, one of the things that I know because I, I do go for massages a lot is that if I want an RMT, it's generally more expensive. But you're no, we're all RMT based. All RMT, right. that's excellent. Right. So you can claim it on your insurance. Insurance, you'll get a receipt. Absolutely. That's yep. excellent to know. Mm-hmm. So again, the website, tell us what the website it's is. It's www.handandstone.ca. And there's one right by our new our new station, Chris. Yes, oh, so really? you have to come in. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, just like maybe go after we take the show. It'll no, I think good. then, you know, with me, when I have a massage, then I want to sleep. That's why I said, oh, yeah. after, that's why I said after we take the show. We're not oh, going before. We'd be snoozing. I oh, would dude. highly recommend an 80-minute massage then because you will never go back to an hour massage after no. that. Really? No. 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 Oh, no. no. I do that. I, I do that. Do you do couples massages? Can you we do do couples massages. Way? Yeah. I got my husband started. He was like, he thought it was all a bit, you know, silly, but now he's a convert. Yeah. It's, yep. it's pretty neat, actually. It's a great yeah. experience. Thank you so much for coming in and telling us about it, Jeannie. Thank you very much. Enjoyed it. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit KearnsAndCo.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, we all struggle with our finances at times, but there's no reason to stress about it. Personal finance expert Barry Choi joins us to share some simple tips to get your finances back on track. And, and Barry, I just know you're going to start with make a budget, but lots of people <laughs> think that six-letter word is actually a four-letter word. Yeah, you know, budgets are a bit tricky because I don't think a lot of people realize where to begin, right? Like the easiest way and also arguably the most complicated thing is you really got to track your expenses. And I'm talking about like literally writing everything down for a month or two so you can really start to get a picture of where your money's going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I got into this whole game, it's like at the beginning, it's like you're, you're as long as you're getting paid and paying your bills, people think that's all right. But no, no, no. You really got to know where your money is spending. It's like how much are you spending on lunch? How much are you spending on your expenses? And more importantly, how much are you putting towards your savings? Those are very important things. Mm-hmm. And once you've kind of seen where it's going after one or two months, you can start making those adjustments. So maybe you realize, hey, I'm spending too much on eating out. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm spending too much on recreational activities or even personal entertainment. Then you make those adjustments because people usually what they do is they spend first and save last. I and mean, it should be the other way around. Absolutely. I mean, living within your means was something that I know, my parents always said, you know, don't live beyond your means. Yeah, like, that's exactly what I was raised with. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things my mom taught me at, the, at a very young age was, well, maybe not young. When I got my first job was like, hey, if you can spend half your salary or live on one salary when you're married or you got a partner, then you're usually doing pretty good. Because if someone gets laid off, then it's not as big of a deal because you budgeted everything to be on that one income. Uh, but it's crazy these days. You know, when my parents were, you know, first immigrants to Canada, 
They didn't have cell phones. They didn't have the internet. They mm-hmm. weren't thinking about vacations or iPads. So there's all these ex- new expenses that are almost become daily needs for people these days. But and then, do you really need them? Or? Okay, hang on a second. You just said something, and there's something I've tried to drill into my kids. You said needs. I try to teach them there's a difference between want and need. A big difference. Yeah, there's, there's needs are, are like you know a lot of people were fortunate to have a lot of things. You, you know, electronics or even my wife and I we really enjoy vacations, but we recognize that's a luxury. So we spend a little bit more because we enjoy that. But at the same time, if money was ever tight, that'd be one of the first things to go. We understand that it's luxury. It's, it's not necessarily a need. It's nice to have, but it's not a need. Right. Absolutely. But I think what, what we're also dealing with, I think my parents gave me a fairly good fiscal education. I think probably mm-hmm. yours did too. But then you have a generation of YOLO. <laughs> it's sort of, well, you only live once. Well, that's fine. If you're going to have a vacation because you're only living once, you can't have a vacation and shop mm-hmm. at Holt Renfrew and buy an expensive car. Right. And, you know, I mean, you can't do it all. You've got to prioritize what your little treat that's, is going to be. That's exactly it. So my parent, parents prioritize, you know, my brother and I's education. Exactly. And having right. living. And, you know, we didn't take vacations every single year. I'd say maybe every couple of years we took a road trip. And that, to me, was also fortunate. Um, but, you know, like you said, these days, you know, you look at Instagram, people are like, hey, look at me in, you know, Portugal, me in Spain. I want to do that. And you want to spend my... And credit cards are so easily accessible these days ah. that people just don't think about how easy it is to spend money. But at the same time, you know, you could be one major financial crisis away from bankruptcy. Exactly. So let, let's go through. I mean, when you're saying track all your spending for a month or two, see where your money's going, make mm-hmm. adjustments. So you put your fixed expenses like rent and Got things it. like that down first, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. And then you also add in don't forget to budget for once a year expenses like presents. Exactly. Or it, insurance. It, it, it's funny. We all know Christmas comes in December, but how many people like November's like, I don't have any money to pay for these presents. So again, we go back to credit cards. We put the money on the credit card and come January, all of a sudden it's like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, I got this giant bill. Uh, It's kind of sad because you know, we, we kind of live in a society these days where people don't want to disappoint with the presents. And, and sometimes presidents get bigger and bigger every single year. Uh, but it's not, it's, at the same time, it's okay to set expectations or to mm-hmm. tell people. It's like, you know, my parents could care less what I get them. My wife and I set a strict budget. It's like, how much do we want to spend on each other? Because we always say, hey, that money we're saving on presents can be used for better things that we enjoy, like the vacations we were talking about. Okay, so and you were talking about making small adjustments for big savings. So we've all heard about the latte effect, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. what is it? Like something like you spend four 50 on a coffee yeah, yeah, a day it's, that's it's, it's like crazy what? you know back in the day it was like a dollar coffee but now you know talk about the fancy coffee shops you could easily spend four five six dollars like i don't drink coffee but i love bubble tea and six dollars <laughs> every single time i, I go yeah, right? yeah but that's like a th- a day it's i mean my math is like, not that fast but that's thousands that's over it's, a thousand it's over a thousand dollars a year yeah. this is small adjustments you're like so people are saying it's like oh i don't have money to save from retirement well you cut some small things or even think about your meals how, how many times you're like a eating out every single week mm-hmm. or, or dining out or even small things like are you do you really need that extra glass of wine with your meal um, so again a thousand dollars here and there there's these small things you can do um, you know especially if you're a student or you're on a fixed income think about things like I was reading the Kijiji secondhand index report and it talked mm-hmm. about if you were buying and selling stuff online uh, or through the secondhand economy for an entire year you could put two thousand dollars back in your pocket that and- would pay for your bubble tea <laughs> Or it would pay. It would go well into an RSP. RSP. Exactly, yeah. RSP is a great thing. Paying down account. debt, you know, saving for tuition. There's so many things you can do that money. Because basically, any every dollar you can save can be put towards other things that are priority towards you. And it sounds crazy at the same time. You know, using the secondhand economy or things like how much can you really save? But you know, just last week. Um, we sold a, an extra diaper bag that we had, or I got an Instagram or an Instapix camera that I just didn't need, sold it for $50. Like all of a sudden, I had $100 I didn't have the two days before, right? And you put it right into your emergency fund or your well, savings? Well, fortunately, I've, I've got an emergency fund saved up. And that's another thing that I quickly want to touch on. Okay. Like, you know, quite often people don't think about those emergencies, like legit emergencies, your car breaking down that requires a major fix, or a job loss. If you put aside a few months of expenses, then if th- something happens, you've got a bit of a buffer period. Because what happens is a lot of people who don't have that money set aside, that one major expense comes up, and then all of a sudden, they're going to dip into their credit cards, their line of credit, mm-hmm. and they just don't have the funds to pay it back. And it's an endless spiral that can get out of control quickly. And you should keep that money accessible, I suppose, so that you can get at it right yeah, away. Yeah, you don't want it invested, because what if the markets drop, right? And all of a sudden, that money goes down in value. If you have it in a high-interest savings account or, or in a bank, somewhere where you can just get access to it very quickly. All right. Um, Barry Choi, uh, thank you very much. Uh, People, 
download this on the podcast, play it for your t- teenagers. <laughs> um, and if you want to get in touch uh, with Barry, his website is moneywehave.com. Thank you very much. Anytime. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com. Casey Savage is in the house. It's Woo-hoo. been a while. It and has. you are here to help us squeeze every last drop of fun out of uh, the sunshine and nice weather while scoring some great finds at retailers you may not have shopped at lately. Yeah, well, I don't know about you ladies, but it's like I just woke up suddenly and it's the middle of August. I know. Yeah. I know. What happened? I, I do wait all know. year for the summer and then it goes by. And you know what? A lot of people really fall into a funk and feel sad because you feel like summer's passed you by and it's the end of summer and school's coming. Get that out of your heads. Let's pretend summer's just beginning because it's not too late to squeeze the last out of summer. So I have got some great ideas for you to pick up on. And these aren't just exclusive to summer, but they're still really important picks. You need to take the absolute best photos you can. And I adore the Huawei P20. This phone is absolutely incredible and I can't wait to tell you about it because it has artificial intelligence built into it. First of all, it has a triple lens camera. This is a camera that if you compare it to any other smartphone on the market, it just far exceeds it. But it's got artificial intelligence in portrait mode that senses the contours of your face to take the absolute best photos. Can you even imagine? Well, you know, my son has one. And I'm so happy because nobody knows how to pronounce the name. (laughs) Huawei. H-U-A-W-E-I. Exactly. This is actually the number two smartphone in the world. So this is super popular. Um, It's the P20 Pro. It has the world's first triple lens Leica camera. It has that artificial intelligence and five times hybrid zoom. I was actually talking to one of your colleagues in the hall, and he said, oh, how many megapixels? 40 megapixels on one of those cameras. So This means nothing to me, but I just saw the picture you took, and I want <laughs> you that You took that phone. picture out there in that harsh light from under the window. I, I look know. 12 years old. Look how young and youthful. No, you didn't do anything to that. I did nothing to this. That's just the picture. So this camera is phenomenal. And you know what it means? Bottom line, you're going to the beach to squeeze the last out of summer. You don't have to lug that digital SLR to get those Mm -hmm. great pics. You get to bring your Huawei instead. Okay, let's talk about the good times rolling. How about some drinks? We've got... Vodka and rum. Right here. Has she ever been in here and not talk about drinks? I know. You should see... It's it's just amazing. I love it. No wonder my purse weighs so much. Uh, (laughs) Um, Do you know that Grey Goose is not only made in France, but you can actually trace the ingredients from field to bottle. That's how closely the ingredients are related to what you're actually getting. So that's peace of mind, but it's also quality. But the bottle that I have right here is so gorgeous. It's the Quintain Monge. She's a famous French artist, and he has some limited edition bottles. And just it just makes you feel so French Riviera when you Mm -hmm. have Grey Goose in your hand. Are they in every LCBO? They are in every LCBO. CBO and it's that stylish, whimsical French Riviera feel, perfect for making mojitos as well. Um, can we talk about Bacardi rum? for one second? Bacardi is so fantastic. It's your go-to rum, and it's the basis of so many of those great drinks that you have on vacation. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I mean, it's the end of summer. Well, I'm pretending it's the beginning of summer. I'm treating it like it's the beginning of summer. But for those rum punches or for your favorite, you know, cola-based beverages, you can't go wrong. And, of course, there's a whole family of Bacardi rums, which are so fantastic. I like the spiced, dark spiced one. Let's face it. You're outside. You've got your Huawei, you've got your Grey Goose and your Bacardi. You're going to need your SPF. Are you ladies? <laughs> Casey, are you saying you're passing out on the beach and you don't want to get burnt? So, of course, you have to one, have your, have I'm your sunscreen. And one of my favorite names. Oh, yes. Dermalogica. Dermalogica is a stuff. premier prestige type of um, skincare line. You know that it's only available at certain locations where people have been trained with Dermalogica. So you're going to get it at your finer spas and your salons and anywhere where there's an esthetician. You're not going to find this in your pharmacy. But it's the perfect SPF because Dermalogica's whole raison d'etre is to create products that are free of all the stuff you don't want on your skin. So Mm -hmm. you know when you're applying this SPF, SPF 50 by the way, that you're not putting layers of guck and parabens all over your face. Mm. Just honestly, if I put that on my face, 
the t- the, the burn is the least of my problems. Yeah, exactly. You see how this is going. Get up. <laughs> Put on the Dermalogica, then mm-hmm. put on a little bit of makeup, then take your picture with the Huawei, <laughs> and take the picture before you get into the Grey Goose oh, and the Bacardi. And go to Bentley. Bentley is Canada's go-to source for luggage and bags and totes, and get your beach bag where you can put, put everything stuff. in there. And even if you're sitting on your balcony of your apartment, you know that you've got that kind of beach vibe going on. Also, I have to mention eBay because you can get your sunglasses and your hats I was telling you guys about eBay, and so many people, including myself, had no idea. 80% of all purchases on eBay are for brand new items, and over 85% of purchases are at fixed prices. It's not that auction site that we were used to originally. Mm -hmm. Now it's really a go-to retailer for brand new items, and you can buy right on the spot, which is so great. One billion listings at any time. So if you can't find it on eBay... It probably doesn't exist. Absolutely. Um, I I guess, yeah, competition has sneaked up and now they've had to adapt a a little bit and they've gone more because it used to be, I remember my daughter when she was young looking for vintage purses. Yeah. Oh. Vintage handbags. And now. And they still have that. They still have that. And you can do the other stuff. Yeah. And they also have artist collaborations. There's eBay by Norke Co. And they've partnered for these exclusive artisan canoe paddles Mm -hmm. that you can hang up in your home and pretend you're still at the cottage year round. They are gorgeous. $350 and all proceeds go to the Canadian Canoe Foundation. Oh, that is great. Yeah. Casey Savage, always a pleasure to have you in. Thank you so much for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good to grow high interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. Joining us now is Priya Ramsing, the author of Brown Girl in the Room, which is described as an insightful account of what it means to be a first-generation Canadian woman within a ruthless corporate environment. Welcome to what she said, Priya. Thank you. Thank you. Now, after receiving acclaim from your fifth-grade teacher for your story-writing skills, you did eventually find your calling as a writer. And this is your first book. But before we get to the actual book, tell us your story and and more about what led you to becoming a writer. Um, Well, I grew up in um, Rexdale, which is um, a suburb of uh, Toronto. Mm -hmm. And back when, you know, we were growing up, my mom, who was actually not a reader, um, insisted that when we moved to Rexdale that we all had to get library cards. And every Saturday morning, we had to walk down, my sister, brother, and I, we had to walk down the street to the Albion Public Library and pick books that we would have to read for the week. And so we started becoming readers. And um, I just found that I loved literature. I loved to read stories. And I would spend time in my room writing stories, you know, just for fun. And, um, you know, when I was 10, that was five years after I, I came to Canada, I was um, in Melody Village Public School, and I used to write stories for class, and we'd have to share our stories with our our, call, our peers. And one day, my grade five teacher, Mr. Marshall, said he had to make an announcement, and he wanted to give one of the students a well-done certificate for story writing. And then he called my name. And it was, I remember that moment exactly, and I remember sitting there thinking, wow, so not only do I love to write, it's actually, people actually like my writing. And so that was the moment I decided I wanted to be a writer. And fast forward 
39 years. 39 years later, I write my first. <laughs> I know it's taken me that long. I write my first book. I was um, a reporter for a while. I tried my hand in news writing. I was, I've been a communications consultant um, for the last uh, more than 20 years. But you know, my love is really fiction writing and literature. And so I finally wrote my first book. And are you going to now continue to just write or are you still going to work and write? Um, I have to work and write. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's the way that's the way it goes. But I do have a second book that I have uh, written. Yes. Oh yes, wow! Yes. So, did you ever get in touch with that fifth grade teacher? I did. Now I did, and um, we met actually about three weeks ago. We met at uh, Moxie's at Sherway. Sorry, square one. And um, we actually reconnected, and he actually gave me a copy of his book. He was a Toronto Star. Um, columnist writing about golf clubs, golf courses. And so we exchanged books and we met and we sat and we chatted for about two hours. It was really nice to reconnect with him. And and um, I brought the certificate and I showed it to him and I told him how I'd kept it all these years. And, yeah, yeah. It's that wonderful to know that it doesn't matter when, but you can always achieve your passion. Yes. You know, when, when the time is right and the circumstances are right. But let's get to the book. Um, Tell us what it's about. What 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 was the message? What did you want to share? Well, I wanted to share um, the experience of a, a woman who's a visible minority trying to make her way in the corporate environment, and um, I I wrote it from the perspective of you know I I'm a visible minority woman obviously, but I wanted um, a lot of it is based it's loosely based on things that I've seen and what I've observed in in the actual workplace, and I pulled it all together. And wrote this book because I wanted to share a different perspective. And, um, you know, it's funny. One of my neighbors who's, um, she's in her, her 80s. She's Canadian-born, you know, third or fourth generation Canadian. She read it and she came to me and she said she, you know, she read it. She woke up in the middle of the night to finish reading it. And she said to me, you've showed me a perspective that I have never, I didn't know existed. You've showed me a whole different um, you've opened my eyes to something that I didn't know existed in, in, in the workplace. So I wanted people to see what, what it's really like for a visible minority to be um, trying to make their way in, in, in a city that calls itself, you know, diverse. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you think in the time that you, I don't know how long you've actually been writing the book or how long you've been taking notes about what went into the book. Has anything changed in that time? Um, since I wrote the book, I started writing the book, I believe in 2013 um, based on my perspective, you know, I do still see that we have, if, I mean, the book is fiction, obviously it's, it's, it's a fiction story loosely based on, on what I've seen in the workplace. But, um, I do think there has been some progress. There's been some progress in, in the workplace in terms of, um, hiring practices. Um, but I don't know, you know, I can't really say if it's, um, if it's changed all that much. I think every employer is different, and there's definitely a, um, an awareness about what diversity means and, and what it means to hire people just based on their skills and not because you're trying to fill a quota. But um, I think we have a ways to go yet. Mm. So, I mean, it, the, the book does, it explores racism, misogyny, uh, all of the consequences that come with that. Um, but the storyline isn't one that's discussed in a lot of, like, popular modern fiction. So why did you specifically want to tackle this topic? Exactly that reason. Um, I, a lot of publishers who I pitched to, even my publisher said, you know, this is new. Nobody has really, they haven't really read a book that, that talks about, you know, what it's like in the workplace, the dynamics in the workplace, the, the, subtle, the subtle discrimination and racism that goes on in the workplace. And so I thought maybe it's time somebody wrote a book about what, um, based on what happens in the workplace, but as a fiction story. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced, you say that it's things you've observed, but you yourself, uh, discrimination and racism? Well, you know, and yeah. Misogyny um, and... Yeah, um, as a visible minority woman, I think it's probably a question you can ask, I would say, most visible minority women. We're all going, we've all dis- experienced all of those things, um, just like women, you know, even women who are not women of color experience misogyny. So, yeah, I've experienced some of that. I've seen it um, happen to others. I've experienced it throughout my career. Um, so, yeah, it's a, um, I have. Now, you, you wrote this book at a difficult time. 
in your life. You were going through, you, what, you had your cancer diagnosis in 2015, and you, yes. you, you said you started it earlier, but you finished it. Yes. While you were undergoing radiation. Yes. That must yeah. have been difficult, difficult timing. No, it was great. It was, it was because um, when I was undergoing radiation, I wasn't working. So I would get up in the morning, I would go do my radiation at 7 o'clock in the morning, I'd come home and I'd write. And it gave me a purpose. And it really pushed me and it fueled me because I thought, you know, a cancer diagnosis is really scary. Um, it's, it, it, makes, it made me wonder, it made me think, okay, so this could be it. And I have this book that's half finished. And what am I waiting for? I have to get this done. I have to finish it now because I don't know how this cancer diagnosis is going to turn out. So this book needs to be uh, published and the story needs to be told. And that, that fueled me to finish it. And I finished it in, in December 2015 just before my, my last week of radiation. Is everything okay now with your health? So far, so good. I have to go for mammograms um, every year, every six months to a year. So knock wood, everything seems to be fine. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that's wonderful. So who do, you think, um, who do you think should read this book? Who would you like to read this book? Everybody. Everybody needs to read that book. I know it will resonate with, you know, women, um, women of color, visible minorities, but I believe that everybody should read it because a lot of my friends who are not women of color, who are not, um, Mr. Marshall, my grade five teacher is, you know, a male. He's not a, a, he's from a different generation. He's not a visible minority. He resonated with it because he felt it was a story that needed to be told. And um, so I think everybody needs to read it. Anybody who's experienced any kind of, bullying or misogyny or, or racism or discrimination of any kind will resonate with the story. Oh, where can people get the book? <laughs> um, it's available. It's supposed to be available in the stores and chapters very soon, and but it's available online, Chapters Indigo Online, Amazon Online, or through Tightrope, uh, Tightrope Books. They have it online as well. You can order it online. And your next book? Is hopefully um, it's been pitched out to a few publishers and it's being read. So fingers crossed, it hasn't been picked up yet. But I'm hoping, I'm hopeful. And is it along the same lines or similar? Similar, similar, but different. Yes, yes. <laughs> a part de? No, it's not a sequel. It's oh. a, it's a completely different story, but um, similar thread. Yeah. Well, good luck and thank you very much. And we're glad that um, your teacher inspired you and it's yes. fabulous you still got the certificate yes <laughs> i do yes it's in plastic yes <laughs> thank you very much thank you for joining us this is what she said stay with us what she said with christine bentley and kate wheeler will be right back Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Meridian's three year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit KearnsandCo.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. What you're listening to is Peace in Darkness, the brand new single by Canadian indie rock artist Havens, who is here with us in studio. Welcome to What She Said. 
Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here. Now, that just came out yesterday, and you teamed up with gold record award-winning Canadian musician Tim Oxford of the Arkells for this song. What was that like? Oh, it was amazing. I'm such a huge fan of the Arkells, and my producer Ian Madden kind of got that connection um, happening for me, so it was a huge honor to get to work with him, and they were a major influence on me, and um, I love his contributions to the song. His playing's just wicked, so it was great. So other than them, yeah, I was who, gonna say. who are your other influences? Um, well, I like a lot of like 80s alternatives, so like The Smiths, The Cure, Railway Children, Wire Train, bands like that, shoegaze stuff like Ride, and other Canadian bands like The Arkells, mm-hmm. Arcade Fire, and yeah, just a lot of lot of Indian alternative rock music. So this is your sophomore music release following your 2017 EP called Daybreak. So are you working on a new EP right now? Um, we're working on a few singles right now because oh. the thing with uh, with records, albums, EPs, it's hard for people in today's climate to really pay attention to a whole record for a new artist that they don't know <laughs> too well. So it's kind of like we'll give them short little songs that they can kind of taken bite-sized chunks and then probably after that I'll release a, more of a full-length record. Yeah. So what are you on social media? It's um, at Music by Havens. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and my website is musicbyhavens.com. So H-A-V-E-N-S, Music by Havens. So wh- what, what's your biggest goal at the moment, other than getting some more singles out? Yeah. I guess I guess the biggest goal is just getting getting my music heard. So thank you for helping me with that today. Oh, oh that's, that's no problem. We are looking forward to hearing you. Um, I'm going to say thank you for joining us today. That is pleasure. it for what she said this weekend. Be sure to join us again next Saturday and Sunday right here on 105.9 The Region. And now singing us out here is Havens performing Peace in Darkness. These city lights feel so alone The nighttime fights to keep its home Along the road you'll feel a spark Touch you deep right through your heart These city lights feel so alone And I'll always need you There is peace in darkness here Please don't let this memory fade away I'll only ever call for you, lover Misdirections, hopes and fears Please don't let this memory fade away Just know this moment's all that matters There is peace and darkness here These city lights turn me around The dreams I had last night have now been found When nights go on and on like this I don't want to feel your goodnight kiss These quiet nights when we're alone And I'll always need you, dear There is peace and darkness here Don't let this memory fade away I'll only ever call for you, lover Misdirections, hopes and fears Please don't let this memory fade away Just know this moment's all that matters There is peace and darkness here Don't let this fade away Don't let this fade away Please don't let this memory fade away I'll only ever call for you, lover Misdirections, hopes and fears Don't let this memory fade away Just know this moment's all that matters 
There is peace and darkness here. Oh, please don't let this memory fade away. I'll only ever call for you, lover. Misdirections, hopes, and fears. Misdirections, hopes, and fears. Misdirections, hopes, and fears. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.